We're not going to do a talk down. So it's yeah. really, it's really just going to be, it's going to be a pretty quick and easy show today. So, and I'll, I'll you preface say, that. You say that, then you have me on. This is. That's true. That's true. That's true. I was like, when I said to my wife, I was like, I was like, I've got Sean on tonight to to help instead of uh, Neil, because she asked if she if I needed her again, and she was like, Oh, that'll be nice. And I was like, Yes. Sean is the only person who can talk more than me, so I don't know. <laughs> we might be in trouble. <laughs> might be in real trouble. We might pick one topic and literally do a two and a half hour show on it. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll try to curve it. No promises. <laughs> right. Right. No this, promises. <laughs> this minecart's on one rail. And... Oh. Oh. Uh, the only thing that stops me is eventually I just get so fed up by talking about it that I just like sigh and just like like shut down um, and then I remember that the stopwatch is going uh, okay time to get your fix it's a horrible gaming podcast it's not good it's not great Horrible gaming podcast It's not even what you would call fair It's really not that good Horrible gaming podcast Hello, my name is Ekri with Old Man Gaming and you have chosen for whatever reason to listen to another horrible gaming podcast but i am not alone nor am i ever we've got kind of a special guest this week because again uh a tiny wizard is dealing with some personal stuff as well as some work stuff that he just could not make it tonight and i understand although his schedule is going to hopefully uh iron out a little bit next week but uh with me is for one week only c-town 1980 C-Town 1980, well, welcome to the show. You've been a big fan. We interviewed you for uh, our fan, one of our fan interview shows. Half uh, your listeners have just turned off because they're like, oh, this nerd again? <laughs> <laughs> if they're not turning off for me, man, I don't think they're going to turn off for you. I think you're safe. I think you're safe. Uh, although you guys are about to, to hear a lot of anger like because now there's there's no like calming force in this duo right now like neil's a calming force for me there's no calming force here it's just going to be escalation until my kid eventually wakes up like that's gonna Pre- be... prepare prepare <laughs> for two old men yell at the gaming industry <laughs> yeah yeah that's basically it um uh, but before we get into it, we got to do some credits uh number one if you are watching this on youtube behind the fancy timestamps, you will see some fancy graphics now some of those i have ripped from the internet like any other American would. Uh, but anything that was custom made for our channel was produced by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And then, of course, the theme song for this show and all of the shows you hear here at OMG is provided by the man who makes the music, my brother, Nick Van Sliders. We thank him for that. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right. So... This is going to be kind of a little bit of a downer here, guys. Bear with us. We lost a friend. Um, but that brings us to Fan Traction, our most important segment. Um, and as I said last week, in honor of the loss of Kev Tutal, Kevin Kaiser, the Secretary of Defense, um, we disabled comments uh, because he was always such a commenter. He was 
so prevalent in uh, our podcast pro- commenting that it just seemed like the right thing to do. Kind of like a salute to him. So there are not a ton of comments. I do want to just one more time, just, just to give these people their fairness. I don't even know if they're listening. They might have just listened for this show or not. But uh, I, we had a lot of people jump into Discord to give support for uh, for Kevin uh, and, and such a wonderful person. And uh, I'm going to read some of these out real quick, and then I, I want to say thank you. Um, first, um, Cheese Dog uh, in the Discord said, It was nice hearing Kevin's voice again on that podcast. I miss that nerd, parentheses. Uh, and then he, he just told me where he came from. Uh, then uh, Asylum jumped into the Discord just to say, Thanks, Zach, for honoring Kev. You did a great job. Uh, and then uh, Madison uh, Hart. Madison Hart. Uh, thank you for honoring my uncle. It means a lot. If you don't know who I am, I'm Madison, his niece. I watched the video. You did a good job. Uh, I do want to say to everybody who said those wonderful things, thank you. Um, I had a really hard time with that show. I didn't ever feel like I was doing enough to honor Kevin. He was such a great guy, and he was such an important part of this channel and what we do here. Um, so, so thank you very much for uh, for listening to that episode, enjoying that episode, and letting me know that it was it was worthy of the great man that was kept too tall. So, uh, with that. Um, I think we're going to move on. Uh, just have a nice quick fan traction there. Guys, fan traction will get back to normal next week. Comments are on for this channel, for, uh, for this episode, so feel free to uh, to comment. And just one more time, uh, we all miss Kev Too Tall so much. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to our first topic. I know what you guys are thinking. Man, this show is going by fast. And like I said, might go by fast, might go by longer. Uh, but I figured we just do one subject. We do the odds and ends that I have, which I think I have like around four. Both me and Sean are known to be very loquacious when it comes to the use of our vocabularies. Uh, so I'm sure we will get plenty of time in for your listening pleasure. Um, so with that said, talking point number one. Uh, it has been uh, recorded now, and it is public knowledge that Star Citizen, uh, this kind of early access startup game uh, that's kind of in the vein of, uh, I can never remember the name of it, Eve? Uh, no, it's it's Wing Commander. That's really what it's based on. Wing Commander. Um, Wing Commander. Yeah. It's still in the vein of those star exploration games it's, like yeah, Elite it's space, Dangerous it's a space, and stuff like it's, that. Yeah, it's Space Simulator, basically. Well, this sucker has recorded over $400 million it has raised for itself. $400 million, and it has not come out. It is still not released, but it has made $400 million for itself. And so, you know, me and Sean did not have a lot of time to prepare for this episode, guys, just so you know. Um, So I just decided to do a topic kind of based show instead of a more news based show uh and i i want to just break down the pros and the cons of early access like is this right or is this wrong and uh i know that sean has some pretty 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 militant thoughts on star citizen uh so i really wanted to also talk about it because i'm pretty sure we can get a pretty good rant out of it from sean 
Oh, oh. I keep calling you Sean. C-Town, sorry. C-Town's name is Sean, guys. I'm sorry. I yeah, I think either way. Uh, so what it's do you dead. think, C-Town? Like, uh, why don't you get the rant? I, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. I'll give you first, first, off, chair first off, Star Citizen is not early access in the least. It has been in continual beta, or alpha even in some cases, forever. They've split the team into two. This was a kick-started game originally. Okay. And it made its budget because, again, made by the developer of Wing Commander, you know, a very legendary space simulator combat game. And the longer this has gone on, the more I just keep hearing higher numbers. Um, there have been instances of, I think, the UK actually stepped in because of possible mislabeling of advertisements of ships they were selling, which they're doing microtransactions which are some of them are ludicrous, and I wouldn't mm. consider them micro in the least for right. ships in the game. It, okay. It the and you got to understand, there's two parts of the game. There's the multiplayer one, which is pretty much, you know, they've got the multiplayer module. They just need to flesh out the 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 universe. Mm -hmm. And then there was the single player game that they promised. Mm -hmm. The single player game is at this point god knows where because the team communicates like crap mm -hmm. um everything else has just been going on and they're still dragging their feet roadmaps have been next to non-existent it's been i get i can't even remember how many damn years it's been so long since I, this I'm gonna, thing has i'm gonna come look it up out. real quick you keep ranting i'm gonna yeah. look it up and it, it's been going on so long and hearing 400 million dollars I mean, hold on. I'm, I'm going to look up real quick here what the budget of Cyberpunk 2077 was. Just, you know, just just out of, you know... Yeah, it's not even going to be close to that, I don't think. Star Citizen, yeah. Star Citizen originally started uh, on December 11, 2015. Yeah. Yeah, so six years of, you know... Six years, yeah. Six years, you know... Yeah, I... Oh, so, according to the article. Oh, okay. So they actually did... They actually did surpass Cyberpunk because the studio had budgeted $316 million for Cyberpunk. Yeesh. Yeah, that's, you know, according to, to, I believe, Screen Rant. Let me double check that. Well, yep. I mean, it's it's overtly successful, unfortunately. Yeah, and like, whether or not the uh, the morality behind it is there. Well, it's it's successful, but it doesn't exist yeah in any in any tangible form like i didn't back the kickstarter and when they started all this stuff i said look i'm gonna wait till it comes out but at this point i don't even want it want it when it comes out because right. at this point it is so long in the tooth and all we keep hearing is they're taking in more and more money and most of that is through ship sales for a mm -hmm. game that has not released and, and it officially. has no release date that's yeah, the it has other no thing. release date that's the other thing I do want to talk about here, and I'd like to get uh, to center on that a little bit too, if we can. It has no release date, and it has no roadmap. And and personally, that's one of my biggest issues with some of the early access beta, alpha, whatever you want to call them, games, uh, is when they don't have that roadmap, when it, when they don't have that uh, that that specified release date or anything for you to look forward to. I think that's almost criminal. Like, uh, so you've got a game that's not released. But you're yeah, making it's... money off of it, 
Yeah, like, people that's can, insane. Can, people can play it. There's content creators making content on it. Mm -hmm. They're trickle-feeding in stuff for the multiplayer. But again, this was supposed to be a two-prong project. Right. You know, much like Cyberpunk was supposed to have an online one, which is supposedly probably kaputs at this point. Yeah, never happening. Um, you know, they've clearly done the online one and they need to expand it more. But mm -hmm. the freaking single player that they promised, which, mind you, was supposed to have returning voice actors of Mark Hamill and a bunch of other people coming in on it, you know, which have been confirmed. Right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was probably a trailer a few years ago, and that's all we got. Okay. And so it, your thoughts on it are it's it it's amoral, basically. It's in one end, it's the it really it more highlights the problems in the industry overall. It is almost like every okay. communication problem, every overhype problem we've seen. Everything we have seen of, you know, the only thing they haven't done is, here's a release date, oh, we're going to keep delaying it. They've, right. They have actually avoided that by just not giving a release date. Right, right. You right. know, and it's like, okay, I understand. And the thing is, the longer this goes on, the technology is going to keep moving further and further and further. Yep. And what worries me more is, as it continues, you're going to end up in that cyberpunk situation mm -hmm. where... Do we have a dev team that is developing this thing going, well, the new hardware's out, so let's upgrade. So let's, you know, right. let's keep pushing it. Let's keep doing more and more and more. Right. And they're more focusing on that than actually getting a product out. Well, and Star Citizen is interestingly positioned to be possibly the first game ever to make that much money and never actually release. Yeah, that it, Which... that's... Which I think is uh, one of the biggest problems here. I mean, and, and if you look at, there are game companies and games that do this kind of thing right. I, I'll point out Grounded. Grounded has been incredibly successful with, the, with their beta and early access project. They've given us outstanding roadmaps. They've, they've been very communicative with us. We don't have a release date yet, but that's okay because we, con we constantly see where this is going. Whereas Star Citizen kind of, leads you in this void this kind of like weird space just kind of floating around waiting for answers while you're spending money on stuff that you you're not even sure are going to matter in uh uh three to four years which is which is a little bit terrible and personally if it was me i think that we need some regulations in the beta early access kind of area yeah well and the problem is and this is where I, my look of early access. So I think I said in a comment earlier in one of the other episodes about Bloodstain as a Kickstarter right. one. Mm -hmm. So the thing is about that that differed it from other one other games that were, you know, early access, Kickstarted, whatever was. Right. The creator blatantly came out and said, I have private investors. They need proof. Right. He literally said it in the Kickstarter video. <laughs> He's right. like, this... We actually don't need this. I could go out and get private investors, but this is more to show them there is interest in the game. Right. Now, years ago, when Kickstarter started becoming a thing, there used to be a podcast um, called Web Comics Weekly. No longer exists. It was Scott Kurtz from PvP and a few others from other web comics. I think the creator of Evil Inc. And, um, right. I, I can't remember. Um, but Scott Kurtz put it best with Kickstarter. Kickstarter is the ultimate pre-order system. Right. Right, and it's like it it for smaller developers, Kickstarter, early access, all that is great mm -hmm. because it shows them there's interest in the game, and in some cases, it gives them more of a budget than they had right. 
to do the things that they wanted to do. Right. Star I think that's Citizen, great for smaller companies. Right. Star Citizen is trying to be a triple A title. Right. While doing the indie thing. And the problem is they've earned at this point clearly triple A money. Right. But right. we haven't gotten anything Any other than progress. a continual alpha or beta or whatever it is now, you right. know, for the online. Right. We haven't seen the single player. We haven't seen the, you know, this, that, the other. Every time Star Citizen pops up in gaming news, it's either look how much money they're made or people are pissed and wondering what's going on or right. some entity is investigating them for something. Right, right. Yeah, and, and that's true. That's true. It it just, oh my God. And like, I admit, you know, like I play Elite Dangerous now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly I'm a little bit off of it because um, the recent with the Odyssey expansion done by FDev which almost did the same thing where the 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 expansion was supposed to come out I believe originally Isn't that in the, the one fall. where you could like actually land on the planets as a character? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. finally they finally gave us space legs in Elite. Um the problem was they released it way early, charged full price and people were clearly like, "Oh, this is having performance issues. Oh, <laughs> this is having this. Oh, this is did we just pay $60 for a beta?" Sounds it sounds like 2021. Any game that came out in 2020, yeah, 2021, it was like, sounds like you know. That. And but at least I have to give F Dev credit. They released the game. Right, right. They it has an like official release date. And really, the problems of like of like a buggy or shitty release is a conversation for another day, which we've gotten into on the podcast many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, um, but the. But it, the, it, the beta early access thing, I, I personally think, I mean, even though this was like a Kickstarter first that's a little bit different from the early access or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you get this on Steam, you get it on, like, that. you get it on a, uh, a service provider, and I think those service providers need to start putting better, like, implementing better safeguards for betas. Like, I think, I think right off the bat, if you're, like, Steam, hold on one sec. Well, here's Sorry, the, here's I ate the a lot of pizza for dinner. Um, no, that's fine. I think if you're Steam, you go, all right, if you want to be early access, that's fine. You need to submit a roadmap or a release date every, like, two months. And if you don't submit – you submit a release date, we'll stop bugging you. You don't submit a release date, we need to see a roadmap every two months. We need to see something like that to show us that you're working towards it. And maybe they also put safeguards in where it's like you have a limited amount of time that you can be early access on those well, those platforms before maybe they start like, hey, we're going to shut you down. Here's the thing. Star Citizen is not available on Steam. It's not? No, I did not know not. that. Star Citizen is, you know, I just looked on Steam. It's not there. I'm looking um, for myself because I don't believe you. I think that's so yeah. crazy. I'm yeah, sure you're right, but I just I have it, to see it for myself. RobertSpaceIndustries.com is where you know is where you can go to get Star Citizen. Holy shit! So it's like it's like its own entity at this point. Yeah, it's it's literally this own. Weird entity that exists. Holy shit. That's fucking crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. That's crazy yeah. cakes. It's like yeah, a it's like a digital pyramid scheme almost. Like that's yeah. fucking insane. I yeah. did not know that. I did not know it was its own entity. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm looking like what the fuck? <laughs> you know. 
Like, it's not even, it's not even policeable by anybody then. It's just literally just a website. Yeah. Wow. That's... Well, there, there, hold on. So Cloud, Cloud Imperium is the, is the developer. Right. Right? Right. And the two games that you're listening is Star Citizen Mm -hmm. and Squadron 42. (laughs) What's Squadron Squadron 42? Squadron 42 is the, is the, is the, because this game was supposed to be like one big thing. There was the Star Citizen multiplayer, and Squadron 42 is sort of the Wing Commander successor, spiritual successor. Okay. That's supposed to be, you know, embark on a cinematic single player adventure in the Star (laughs) Citizen universe as rookie Navy combat pilot, as a rookie Navy combat pilot, and get to know your crewmates aboard a massive capital ship while deciding how to overcome challenging missions and deadly enemies. Yeah, okay, that's cut almost cut and paste every freaking right, right, right. game. It, Man, that's insane. It, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. and it's you know, right. and then they have a public. Apparently, they have a publisher. <laughs> it's like they have this full studio, and there's nothing. Let me look at the latest news. I, I'm just curious. Cloud Imperium Games to open new video game development studio in Manchester, UK in 2022. <laughs> they haven't released a game in the worst. They have that much money. They're, they got $400 million. Jesus That's crazy. They have, they have so much money they can buy new studios. And they've never even released a game. That's fucking insane, man. That's insane. How? Hold on. Hold on. August eighth, twenty twenty one. Cloud Imperium Games signs lease agreement. This is direct off their their website. Right. For new office space in Frankfurt. That's insane, man. How what is the, the fuck is going on? <laughs> I know. This sounds like a crime somehow. Like I feel like somebody like, should have I investigated just... them. This is uh, this is crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I, I, okay, I'm well, I'm hoping this is. I, I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> we got to step away from them then because they are truly. I, I don't, a hold on. Case. I don't know. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm wondering if this news is real. That's the problem. I'm wondering if, or if this is. No, this is marked in years. Let me check here. Comparing a 10 year lease for 3,000 square rental space in one oh mixed development. The 190 meter landmark tower is currently under construction. <laughs> and if, and this was in April. Insane. Oh my God! What is going That's on? That's insane. I you Quantum know I thought it was bad. Funny. I thought it was bad that Cyberpunk. I thought it bad that Cyberpunk was buying studios and building new studios after having such a Hold absolutely so, terrible. Oh, here, here, here's a, yeah, here, here's a fun fact. So you know, I, I just talked about the the signs of lease agreement, right? Uh-huh. That was that was in April of this year, right? Okay, the next article on their thing, Cloud Imperium Financials for 2019, was. December twenty third, my birthday of <laughs> last year. Wow! What the hell? Wow. That's crazy. Like that's I, I, feel, counters, I feel like I'm discovering this Hold on. in the moment. Subscriptions. Subscriptions. The subscription line is the value of our subscriptions using standard exchange rate. I I what? Are they calling Star Citizen? Uh, there may be a subscription service with this. There's I don't know. Okay. At this rate, how much money they're freaking making? I'm wondering. That's insane. That's insane. I I can't believe more people aren't pissed about this. Like, oh like, no, there there have been people who have been incredibly pissed. Like you know, the oh, problem yeah. with this 
But like, there's not enough. The the original Kickstarter people, uh, some a lot of them went to it because there's been no game released in any you know reasonable window. Right. But the problem is Kickstarter's not refunding the money because Kickstarter's like there's clearly development. This right. isn't a dead right. dead thing. Sorry. I mean you, you know, can't you like, can't refund money when you're playing the game. Unfortunately, like right. Yeah. Right. You know, this isn't Artelsorian and Mechton Zero, where you know <laughs> they they uh they because of Cyberpunk and the the sudden push for their company to have to do Cyberpunk Red and everything else, right. they had to drop the that project and you know, you know, and go. You can't you go can't that go way. that deep, nerd man. You can't go that deep, nerd on a on a. We don't have enough. Super oh yeah. Nerds. Sorry. Sorry. Listen, sorry. Sorry. But you're yeah, going too it, deep down. But, I know but, there's like at least half of them were like, wait, what the fuck is he talking about? Mechtown? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> well, it ties into Cyberpunk 2077. Right, right, You right, know, right, Cyberpunk right. 2077 being based on the original tabletop game, Cyberpunk 2020, which was published by Artel Sorian. Right. Mechtown's right. another by them. That's, it's, yeah, it, but it, it, like, what the, you, this is yeah. what? Yeah, that's oh. insane. That's crazy. I mean, we, I I think we got to move away from them because they're kind of like so specific at this point. I don't even know if we can yeah. really discuss them because in like this early, subject anymore. Well, and, and to to go to another early access, more AAA title is sure. actually uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Okay, all right, that's a good one. That's a good one um, to talk about. That one, you know, I bought it. It's a good game. Unfortunately, it's clearly not complete. Right. That one, though, I'm going to point. I'm more curious because since it's a D and D license, mm-hmm. I'm more curious if there was pressure from Hasbro Wizards, maybe on the maybe. company. I mean, do that, they do they have a roadmap at least? They do have a roadmap, and they okay. they've actually been communicative, and they're actually very you know and. Where their company is located, they've also, being more European, have had a lot more lockdown issues and other things to deal with. So people are kind of a little more understanding, you know, but there's also more of a product to play and they're clearly rarely updating it. Right. right. I think early access with like story games is extremely strange. Like it's one thing when you're like, playing like a weird survival game or free to play like early access tends to lead lead it to lend itself a little bit better to those kind of like oh competitive shooter battle royales or like a survival game when you get into the story it's real weird because like i can't imagine wanting to pay like for a game that's only a third of the way complete you know well, if i'm playing there well it depends it depends one yeah it depends on the type of story hmm and two, it depends on the type of game. So story-driven ones where there's multiple paths, you can easily release, you know, especially in a smaller indie sense, you can easily release one that has a clear, you know, one clear path where right. there's, you know, things where it's like, okay, yeah, but this that's is still crazy to me, though. That's still crazy. Yeah, but that's still crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, that would be like, that would be like somebody selling you Sherlock Holmes but only the first like three chapters, you know what I mean? Like that's and then hey, come back three weeks, we'll have the rest of the chapters done. Like that's that's insane to me. And like like with the survival games, it's at least it's like like grounded, like do, grounded do has kind of a narrative, but not really. And like there's still stuff. Like you've got this whole world you can interact with. It's not like you're missing anything. But with like a narrative driven story, it's like we're gonna tell you some of the story to be continued. 
Eh, maybe it happens. Like that's Oh yeah, no. That, that like Baldur's Gate 3 was funny because there were there were points where, you know, one of the big big things they pointed out was like we're not going to shy away from, you know, more mature content in the form of, you know, relationships. Right. And um those cutscenes were I don't even think they're still available yet. <laughs> still, if you do them, you get the audio, but it still says under construction. Oh no. No, which, and which, that's the that's the fucking scenes. That's the fucking yeah. scenes. Is what you're talking about? <coughs> the, oh, could you imagine being a horny dude here, or a horny lady playing when the game, hits, and you get to the scene, and it's just like under construction. You don't get shit. Oh, that. So be I think you can still look this up. I think it's still in the game. When you hit the point of the game where you can't continue any further, like you hit the main story point where it's supposed to continue on, right? It actually goes to a live-action movie of the head developer. What? <laughs> like, going through the cast, like, it's all still in the work, guys. We're working on it. It's all, you know... Ta -ta -ta. That's so fucking weird. That's so it's, fucking weird. It's so weird, but at least God. I applaud them for the... I at least applaud them for the creativity. Yeah, I guess. I guess I give them that. You know... They, so what are you know, your what are your thoughts on on early access just as a general concept? Star Citizen, okay, uh, so specific with, games out of there. Do you think we need stricter regulations on uh, start on early access and betas or no? Because uh, Wild West. I I think we need to hold to the Wild West. Sadly. Okay. Why do because, you think that? Because I disagree. The problem is well, because <laughs> the problem is every time you slap a regulation like that on it. Because this does help the smaller indie people, mm -hmm. they have to adjust to that. And if you don't regulate okay. it right at all, which most times they don't, well, that's true. I give you that. It turns into something that becomes more harmful than helpful, and the bigger companies are still going to find a way around it. See, and and while I agree with what you're saying, I do agree with what you're saying. I also think that there is a uh, a critical mass limit where the bigger companies are going to figure out how to exploit this. And once they figure out how to truly exploit this, the indies will get pushed out of it anyway. And that's kind of a bummer. So I think there's yeah. got to be some sort of happy medium we find in this area. And I, I don't know necessarily the solution because your point is right. See, the, the problem is the indies are filling what a lot of the studios used to do years ago. Right. Which was they had their, their budget division. Right, they had those those smaller smaller groups working on smaller games that they were releasing for cheaper, or it was like, okay, we know this is just going to end up in the bargain bin, whatever. Which is ironically mm -hmm. where a lot of those '90s series that we know and love came out of. There were a lot of them that weren't AAA titles; these were budget ones from unknown yeah. studios yeah. that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even games like PUBG. And Blue Hole. I mean, it's yeah. beta. They were making a ton of money, but still, it was uh, a well. And we remember in the beginning. Like we're old enough to remember the days of like Rockstar and Blizzard, like classic Blizzard, not the shit show it is now. <laughs> um, um, that's a whole other one we'll and get into ooh, in a bit. Boy, is a shit show. It's a oh, shit show. Did, did, did you hear about the big three? The big three. Nintendo, I mean, Xbox, and, and Nintendo, Xbox, and oh, PlayStation. Oh, yeah, they're all, like, reevaluating. Yeah, 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 well, we'll get into that in a second. We'll get oh, into yeah. that. We'll get into that right. down when we get into the, the codicle. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, I like how you're planning my podcast now. Sorry, sorry. Well, it's we're, we're talking <laughs> we're gonna one thing. We're going to get into that in a second, everybody. 
Sorry, we, we're doing what we normally do. We're Sean's going to be like, I think we can move on. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know us. We end up on tangents. Yes. So I'm trying to, like, no, back onto the main no, no, thing. we had a lot of time because our yeah. fan traction was incredibly small. Oh small, yeah, yeah, no, so. no, no. Um, That's why I haven't like wrangled it in. The uh, yeah, the like the indie studios are fulfilling that right now, and I think if you will, you you do that, they're going to get hurt. Okay. And the big thing, like, if you compare Star Citizen, this is why I don't consider Star Citizen an early access game. Okay. Because early access games still have to come with a f pretty much full product. You know, even what I'm saying with Baldur's Gate, everything is there. They're not adding, you know, they're adding a couple extra classes, but the core mechanics are all in there. There's a playable enough story up to a point. You I know, mean, it's, you're, you're really riding a line on there, though. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, it's a playable know, game. But, like, right. still, you're really riding a line. Because a lot of these things have added classes. They've added entire mechanics. They've added entire map sections. Like, not I mean, really. Not, not Well, they've added map sections, but, like, they've added new classes. But the the you know, it's well, on Baldur's, but Grounded... Grounded's added five or six more mechanics since their their beta. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, there is there is, well, and, and I'm again, not trying to totally shoot you down. I see what you're saying, but yeah, like, the there is, is a level where like yeah, they do well, add some of those mechanics later mm -hmm. that completely well, change the way the game plays. Well, also you got to take into account Grounded's not a AAA studio. Yes, it fucking is. Are you fucking it kidding is? me? I thought it wasn't. I thought it's it was fucking Obsidian, man. Oh God, yeah. Okay, never mind. Then. <laughs> Yeah, no, then they're doing like, that. No, 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 way. no. no I, I'm sorry. For it's some reason, small, I thought it's a small. It's it's like a small. It it's a small group inside of a city, and like it's it's, okay. a, it's yeah, like yeah. it's not well, a. It's probably it's not, not a, huge... a small. Well, that's the thing. It's probably not a small group anymore because it probably shot past the expectations. It definitely the, did. It, I, I in their know. case, they probably released it thinking, okay, this is just going to be a small title. Will hit a point and say it's done. Mm -hmm. And what okay. happened was it overshot, and they're like, "Oh, all that other stuff we had planned, yeah, it's go now." Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's that's what I think is happening with Grounded. Star Citizen just is like, okay, you've claimed you have what you have, and I think the most they've added is, well, we have FedEx missions now. <laughs> we can take a box to another place. Yay. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that is real weird, man. It is real yeah, weird and that, it's that thing like, has made so much. You know, money. and even like even Boulder's Gate, like yeah, it's early access, but again, I don't know how much pressure from a, a third party involving a large license was putting on them. Right. You know, to be like, hey, we don't know if this is going to work, so they pushed it into early access to prove people right. want it. And right, right. I mean, there's a lot of know, reasons for early access. You know, you know I, I, I get it. I do want to point out the hilarity of the fact that uh, we we definitely moved away from Star Citizen. Even talked about moving away from Star Citizen, and your hatred brought you back. Yeah, I. Mm. <laughs> That's a very mm. Zach thing. That's a very Zach yeah, thing, man. That, mm. It's the one problem with this show is it's like two Zachs are uh, are, are talking. <laughs> This is too angry. What so about assholes. CD Projekt Red sucking a bit? No. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Burn that fucking company to the ground. No people inside. I'm not a monster, people. Uh, I... All right. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we move on? If you want to, yeah. if I mean, we're still pretty early. If you want to do a second talking point, I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. No. No. Spend too much time. Yeah. On. 
Yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Yeah, All we're right. good. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so we're going to do a second talking point, Impromptu, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, one of this podcast's least favorite and most talked about subjects, because uh, Sean has a lot to say about it, and I, I decided to do a topic based on something he has a lot to say about. So Blizzard Activision, they suck ass. Sean? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> wow, thanks. So for those of you following who have been following the, the dumpster fire yeah, that is yeah. Blizzard Activision and the <coughs> the waste of human space that is Bobby Kotick. Oh, <laughs> worst. Absolutely the worst. And by the way, to correct... Correct you guys on one of the ones. Um, I was the one who actually brought up the the insulting human dildos thing. Uh, oh, was it you? Yeah, that was me in, in a comment going, "Sir, please," you know. Yeah. Uh, please, dildos have a use, and by some people, they're considered medical <laughs> devices. Bobby Kotick is nothing like that. Yeah, he's an it, awful person. I have some choice words yeah. about it. Definitely. Oh yeah, no. Given the situation of what's come out, mm-hmm. what has been surprising is. It despite PlayStation's own problems, yeah. <laughs> their own lawsuit issues. I mean, and stuff they're right all now. fucking having problems right now. Honestly, um, other than like Xbox and Nintendo, they're all having some weird. Well, that, but that's what surprised everyone was. We knew PlayStation's PlayStation America's head and Phil Spencer both did eternal memos. That's right. Basically stating, "Hey, we're we're looking at what's going on here because this is not right." You know, this isn't right, and we're reevaluating. I do want to talk about this in a second, but keep going. Yeah, is is reevaluating. But then a few days later, um, Nintendo of America apparently did an internal memo basically saying the same thing Mm -hmm. that they are looking at their relationship with Activision and everything else. Uh, because of this situation, and mostly because of the news that has come out about Bobby Kotick and his involvement in all of this. Right. Um, and frankly, that is shocking to see the big three consoles suddenly all trumpeting the same thing. It is. Even despite, what, despite, even despite what's happening with PlayStation and their own you know, yeah, discrimination yeah, lawsuit and everything else. That you know, aside. Um, it's amazing, and I think at this point, all it would take is steam at yeah. this point to yeah. suddenly go, we are reconsidering our relationship with Activision to watch Bobby Kotick have to bow his head out. All right, can I go ahead and be really cynical for a second? Oh, he, I don't think he's leaving. Don't get me no, wrong. No, no, that's not what I'm going to be cynical about, and uh, I'll probably take a little flack from this, uh, but, but, you know, whenever stuff comes up, I always take flack, so it's fine. Uh, first of all, something that bothers me about this. First of all, I am all for Bobby Kotick getting fired. Yeah. I want to just let everybody know too. I don't know that we ever touched on this just because of the stuff that, like, this information came out when all the 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 you know passing of Kevin happened. So I don't think we ever touched on this directly. Uh, yeah. but, but it has come out directly that Bobby Kotick had knowledge of the sexual abuse within his company. Um, I want to say right now, shitty work conditions, one thing. Sexual abuse, unacceptable. Knowledge of sexual abuse, unacceptable. And the fact that the board of directors have backed Bobby Kotick is, I don't know, unconscionable. I don't know 
more terrible words to say. <laughs> However, it, I mean, it feels like I should invent some, uh, but but I don't I don't have that in me right now. But the cynical, well, and and so what happened after that? Yeah, give me a sec. What yeah, happened after fair. that was the, the big three, just like you said, have released internal memos, but those internal memos are that they are reevaluating their relationship with Activision. They haven't pulled any triggers. They haven't put any, like, sanctions, so to speak, I mean, for lack of a better word, on Activision. They haven't requested Activision fire Bobby Kotick. They have not said, we're not going to ma- put your games on our console anymore. All they have done, and this is the cynical part, all they've done is CYA. And... That's something that bothers me on two fronts because A, they're CYAing and I see I hate to say this, but I see more self preservation in this move by them than so much actual action. Much like everything Activision has done, which is like, here's a little money, maybe we'll give you minimum wage, like stuff like that. Like that's my problem with this. Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation. You are not doing enough. If you want to get into this battle, if you don't want to just keep your mouth shut, then get into the fucking battle. Sanction them. Say, we're not going to sell your fucking game on our consoles next time. We're going to dump your contracts. Like, actually make tangible threats. And then that will get me, that will get my blood going for you. That'll get me on the hype train. But right now, all you've done, all you've done is, is CYA. Cover your ass. And I don't I don't specifically enjoy that. Like, don't get me wrong. I am not cheering for Bobby Kotick. I wanna I'm gonna make that very clear to everybody. I want that son of a bitch to go down hard. I just I want him to go down so hard that I want the other companies to nut up and deal with it. And on another front, on another fucking front, I'm very afraid that all this heat is going towards Activision and Blizzard, and we're forgetting about all the heat everywhere else. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on on Ubisoft right now that is not good. There's the PlayStation thing that's going on, but everybody's looking at Blizzard, and I'm very afraid that once Blizzard does get bombed out, uh, everybody's going to go, hey, we fixed the game industry, and then it's just going to be moving on, status that's, quo and that is a serious problem here yeah, that we're yeah, not no, addressing I, I i get it but there's also the other end of it where the biggest target is activision playstation right. you can say whatever but right. they're the biggest target they're the one that if you take uh-oh uh-oh did i no okay we're good i can hear you you're good <laughs> okay okay no my screens just went dark because i hadn't Dera- been doing anything i'm like derailed oh, yourself did my, a system just, did my system just explode okay we're good we're derailed good. yourself just a slide right in the middle of a thought too that would have been, that been bad that's how i usually um, do it <laughs> um but they're the biggest target so the logic is that if you take down the, the big guy the right. others are going to start running okay and but what about this takes them down that's that's no, my big that's, problem. Well, here's here's the thing. This is why I said Steam or one of these other platforms that sells their games digitally needs to suddenly step up. Okay. And suddenly go, hey, we're your storefront. We're the one who sells your product, and because of this, we're reconsidering. Suddenly, okay. you're going to see. You're suddenly going to see. Having the people ah. the platform is on is one thing, but having the people who distribute it suddenly go, no. That's where it becomes the problem for them. And I, 
Mm. Where the consoles coming in, they're a small portion of it. Because they also sell okay. this through Games Pass. Right. They're selling it through PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're selling it through Xbox Live. You know, Nintendo, you know, Nintendo storefront digitally sells this stuff. Right. If they suddenly took action there, that's one thing. We've already seen PlayStation take action against studios. See right. Cyberpunk 2077. Right. Uh, uh you know. kinda. Well, kinda. That was kinda, that was also very kind of CYA. You, although I do applaud PlayStation for not putting it in for whatever reason. That was you, at least you know a my, move. I do you know I know my view of that compared to I don't want to go down that road. But like I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but it still feels like CYA. If like analogy time, which No no no, to a degree I'm agreeing with you it is. I don't if if I I see a guy if I see a guy across the street getting mugged, all right, I got two options. I can get involved or I can just keep walking. But if I just start yelling at the guy from across the street, what the fuck am I doing? Nothing. I eventually have to step in and help the guy, or I have to keep fucking walking. Yelling at the dude from across the street isn't going to work, and that's what this feels like. And if I'm the Activision assholes, and they're assholes over there, they're real fucking assholes. You've got to get into their head space. They're fucking money-grubbing assholes, and they also are extremely arrogant. I see those memos. I go, yeah, sure, whatever, boys. Until well, you do partly, something, I'm not doing shit. I already just basically pardoned a sex offender. So, yeah. fuck it. You guys got nothing on me. And that's yeah. something that bothers me. You got to take action against this. Or just or just well, keep on and, walking. Because it it's not necessarily their fight. Yeah. You know. Again is the key word, corporate. So you hear right. you have corporations, there's contracts involved, there's right. other things. Right. This is... This is... As corporate speak goes, this is, this is the... I'm throwing down the gauntlet, but I'm not doing so in a way that, you know, you can automatically turn around and try to slap me back. That's what this basically was. Okay. It's also it's also because they're internal memos. This was also internally to the to the people in their organizations going, yeah, we don't, we can't do this. Okay, but you could very you know, easily. I see what you're saying, but you could very easily structure those memos to be much more threatening than it was so like let me let me toss one out instead of saying we are reevaluating our contracts with blizzard you could say if bobby kotick is still employed at blizzard we will no longer be renewing the contracts from this day further you can't get you can't get nailed by that you can't get slapped by that there's no legal recourse for that because you're literally just going to let your contracts expire that that would get people moving way harder you know yeah, it's the well, difference that's... between yelling across the street and pulling out your phone and saying i'm dialing 911 you know like well, no well that's the problem is uh, you know codic's a scumbag so who knows right. what fucking subclauses and other shits in those contracts so that's it's true but it's, still like you could you could make it a little bit better worded so that yeah, it's not coming no, I, at well, you well that's yeah you know in one word in law can change everything <laughs> I know this you know. just feels very this this it, just feels very uh, hey you guys stop it you know that's what this feels like yeah in one way and in because the thing is like to be perfectly honest having one of your big publishers having you go to that extreme no one wants to go the nuclear option and that's I think the industry is trying to do right now is prevent the nuclear option the problem is with all the evidence and there'll probably be more at this rate if it keeps coming out. They may have no choice 
but the nuclear option. Well, so this is this this was partly me. This is partly I think the companies one yeah covering their own ass, but they're also prepare covering their own ass if they have to go nuclear. Yeah, I still, I still would really like to see the good guys have some balls for a change. Oh no, I you agree know? with and you. That's, I, I that's agree something with you, that really, but like, I know you're agreeing with the me. world. The I world just, we live in, unfortunately, this is how they're playing the game. I know. I just I saw a lot of like real happiness and rejoice about this, and and while I get it, it yeah. is it is a something blow to Activision. I'm not arguing that. I still I want to see the good guys fucking go after the bad guys for a change instead of the bad guys making all the fucking moves and and they do and that's that's aggravating to me just once can well, we have the, the good guys be like you to fuck be with me i'll fuck you up like why can't we when you're dealing that? with big companies you really have bad guys going after bad guys well and that's so, true well, that's, it's, i'm not it's, arguing that although I'm going, i'll say I'm that going, i'm going to say it right now the the places where that's going to hurt blizzard the most and they're starting to see that is in, you know, in their in their sales, right? In in to our knowledge, in, in subscriptions to World of Warcraft, which are down and are continuing to go down. Yeah, but do you really think that's in response After, to sexual abuse? Actually, and a I lot mean, not of to it be crass, because but... unfortunately, unfortunately, what's happened with a lot of so this will lead into my other the other thing about World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Um, one of the big things a lot of a lot of critics have said, longtime players, critics like Asmongold, and these are people who've streamed WoW for a long time, have said, is the game has been crap. Right. And when this came out, Asmongold put it best: the game is crap because you have cubicle crawls, because you have people scared for their jobs. You have this. This is leading to a shitty game. Right. If you can't see that this is leading to a shitty game, you're on copium. You're sitting there. Well, you didn't say you're on copium, but the point is, it's like you're pretty much, you know, you're blind to the fact that it's like this is what made the game shitty. Right. It's the fact that the the atmosphere is this crap, and the point is, people are finally getting to the point of fed up with what the product is that mm -hmm. they're starting to walk away. And yeah. This yeah, is, and they that. were already starting to walk away before. Now it's accelerated, and because of games like Final Fantasy XIV, which are much better and have a development team that is, dear God, UGP, <laughs> that man, every game developer should look at that man and go, that, <laughs> that's what you should be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he is, he's a fan of his game. He plays his game. And he doesn't play it on a closed network. He plays with the public. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He knows all this. And what's going to start happening is if those sales figures start coming in, Magic Bobby isn't as magic as he is anymore. Yeah, but... And I, as I, for the board, as for the board, mm. yeah, they're backing yeah. him because they're all Bobby's friends. Right. He put them there. Yep. Yep. So it's... So the only way to get rid of him... Right. Go shock and all. Right. Well, that's the point. Is until until the companies actually decide to go nuclear option. Yeah. Which yeah. Could I, be like this is the closest we've seen to a nuclear option in the industry. Yeah, ever. but it's still so dilapidated. Okay. All right. Oh no. A couple, yeah. A couple of counterpoints before we get back into that that yeah. talk in circles. Number one, while I see what you're saying about wow. 
I honestly don't think WoW is the draw for Activision that a lot of people think it is. I think Activision makes their money off fucking Call of Duty. That's where they've made their money for years. That's where they're going to make their money for years. That's, I mean, that's the truth. And as long as Call of Duty is coming out, they're making money. Number two, number two, uh, while, while, bo- while all evil corporations are bad guys versus bad guys, I agree, to my knowledge, no one is getting raped in Xbox or Nintendo. And that that's what I meant by good guys versus bad guys. Like, yeah, the, these guys aren't good guys, but let's deal with rapists, you know? Like and 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 that was that was my thing on that, you know? Um I just I don't know. I just want I don't know. I want bigger from this. I don't I don't want I, I'm I'm sick of people pussyfooting around this shit, you know? And while this is cool, we haven't seen something like this. This hasn't equaled anything. No change, no nothing, other than the fact that people like Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo better. That, that to me, almost equals these companies taking this, this opportunity to make themselves better PR. And that would bother me if they were trying to actually capitalize on this. And that's where the cynicism of me comes in because this isn't nuclear enough or shock and awe enough to actually have any weight. Uh, all it's doing is garnering more support for them. And that, that, makes me feel a little, that makes me a little bit worried that their hearts aren't actually in the right place. I, their hearts aren't in. I'm going to say it now. Their hearts aren't in the right place. They're looking mm-hmm. at their bottom lines. And the reality is that you know they they want to put pressure on Activision because the point is the sooner the sooner this gets cleared up and in a way that the company actually does change or or at least appears to change it, which is the more cynical view of it, um, is the sooner that they don't have to worry about problems every time or the or the games media or anyone coming at Activision anytime there's any little problem. Yeah, but it doesn't hurt. Which them. then affects, which then starts affecting their sales. It doesn't which start affecting their sales. That's the problem. It doesn't start affecting their sales. They don't sell WoW on Xbox or Nintendo or PlayStation. You can only get WoW on PC. They no, but they sell, sell, they sell, Call they sell COD. And yeah, nobody and those is going to stop been buying. Drastic down. Uh, They're continuing going down. And I bet uh, you it'll actually, be up. the last I'll one has gone you, down. I bet you'll be up next year. Because nobody will care anymore. And that's that's my problem. Or or this gets fixed. I'm not saying that that's not a, a viable possibility. But I'm much more worried that they're like, hey, we're not going to lose anything by saying we're going to reevaluate our relationships with them. We're going to gain a bunch of PR. We could keep still selling their games. Fuck it. Like, And that that is what's bothering me about this situation. Is I see it way more calculated towards Xbox, Nintendo, and PlayStation trying to make their own shit better without actually even remotely touching the problem. Like, if what you're saying is true, that's good, because even though it's money-based, they're trying to fix the problem. Yeah. Because because they want to, like, fix their revenue or whatever. I don't think revenue's gone down enough for them to care. I think they don't give a shit about that, and all they care about doing right now is bolstering their PR, and if that's what they're doing, that's shitty. Yeah, no, I So I we'll what have to saying. see. It's like a time-will-tell thing, but yeah, I'm just it's, not a it's, very it's definitely a time. It's, it's definitely a time-will-tell, but it's, it's yeah. more of... 
it, this is also just more of a shock that it's like all three of them. This is true. This is true. It is that's, still a big moment. I don't want to yeah, take it away from it. it's a big moment, and that's, I, that's the big thing here is it's like <laughs> – you know how how badly did you have to screw up when the three of the That's <laughs> three true. sides have to even even act even in an eternal memo? Yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, have you to gotta, that you they gotta have violate, to take this action. You literally that, that have to violate basic human rights. Right, that it's like they have yeah. to be on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the big takeaway. It's like these guys are at least even if it is in the cynical end of it. You know, and I'm a very cynical yeah. person. Yeah, is, I know. Is is purely corporate, you know, save their own asses, right? But again, I mean, really, this entire know, talk point has been uh, a cynical off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the game industry is shit, right? It's like who's got it right on how bad it is, but right, and, you know, <laughs> but like, but yeah, but like when it comes to you know, and you're right about Warcraft, it is on PC, but it's right. also you got to take into account where. Call of Duty is we release it for a year, we mm -hmm. get whatever for the DLC. That subscription model is consistent. That's a consistent flow of income. It is, but I don't think anybody has anybody less is playing Warzone. Uh, okay. their numbers actually went down with the recent release. Yeah, but their numbers went down because they made shitty changes. And yeah. and I've talked to Warzone players, so like. Yeah. It, yeah, it, oh, that's no, the that's... thing. Did it go down because of this shit, or did it go down because? But well, we keep talking well, even, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we're both we both have good points. I think we're gonna move on to odds and ends though, so that we don't yeah. go too long. <laughs> uh, we did get a full show out of it though. So, yep, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I told wrong. you we did. <laughs> Horrible gaming podcast. All right, so that brings us to odds and ends. Uh, our final segment of the show. This is where we collect smaller uh, news stories uh, that don't necessarily deserve full talking points. And we just read them off so that you guys can know them, riff on them a little bit, that sort of thing. Uh, now, as I have already mentioned, Sean had three hours of preparation tops. Uh, well, a little bit more than that, I think. But still, he didn't have time to come up with odds and ends. Uh, Neil, obviously had some stuff he had to do so i am alone in the odds and ends but i have five so i'm just gonna read them off say a couple of things then let sean put in his two cents and we'll just move through them all right so number one uh this is kind of a crazy one in my opinion but battlefield 2042 which is uh just a fucking ridiculous game i could oh, rant yeah. about that game for hours on end uh it is now officially the most played worst reviewed game it has yep. terrible reviews on Steam, on everywhere that it's on, but it, it has the most players right now. Guys, guys, this is my two cents. If you want games to be good, you have to stop playing shitty games. Just, just saying that. Just saying that. I, I'm not trying to blame the victim. I get it. But, like, if you want... If you want games to be good, you have to stop playing bad games. It's just it's just the fact. It's the fact of life, man. It's the fact of life. You got anything to add to that, Sean? <laughs> Counterpoints. It's the battlefield effect. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it's unfortunately it's the battlefield effect here. Okay. It's to the point where everyone knows this is what happens with battlefield games. They come out, they are <laughs> really buggy. 
They have a bunch of problems, and then Battlefield has a very good track record of fixing their shit. Yeah, kind of sometimes. I mean, the and it's one of those Battlefield where, 5 did not fix its shit. I'm going to say nah, that right now. It did not fix its shit. No, well, no, no, no. They don't fix it right away. They'll, you know, in about three months, it will be fixed. <laughs> this is the cycle all Battlefield games take. It's like how Bethesda games are supposed to have bugs. <laughs> if that cow is not flying, you're not doing it right. I um, I do not know if I can get on board with this counterpoint. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I could get I can get on this boat. You are a fan of I... Skyrim. If your horse can't climb a mountain, right. it's not doing it right. Okay. <laughs> I do like Skyrim. I do like. Skyrim. Uh-huh. Can I say something real quick about yeah. Skyrim though, uh, which will surprise most probably you and everybody else? What? <laughs> the most yeah. overrated game of all time. No. I mean what? Not the most over. <laughs> oh my god! I don't have enough show to. <laughs> I just want to record myself now running down the street to get to your house to punch you in the face for saying that. You fucking kidding me? I hear you laughing so hard, you can't even get the laugh out. It's just like the fucking dog from the Hanna Barbera cartoons. Uh, no, it's the bacon of gaming at this point. They put it on everything. It's on freaking Alexa. Jesus Christ, Sean, let it die. Sean, shut your fucking mouth right now. All right. Well, I agree with you on the let it die, or at least stop charging for it. Yeah, I, I just I agree with you on that. We ranted on that. It's not overrated though. That is never the word I would use for Skyrim. I will say this though. I never encountered any bugs. I know it's crazy and weird, but like everybody talks about all the bugs in Bethesda games, and every time I've played a Fallout game, I've encountered shit tons of bugs. But I never encountered any bugs in Skyrim, and I've played like easily over 300 hours. Never encountered but a bug. I, I, but I don't know how I did that. Honestly, I think it's a miracle. Okay, off off the Skyrim thing, back onto Battlefield. Sure. Um, the thing is, some of the bugs were annoying. Like, you know, if your head was was next to something, you couldn't revive something. Right. Okay, that, that was screwed up. But there were funny ones, like the hovercraft being able to scale sheer buildings. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like some of them are actually just hilarious bugs, and you just gotta go. Okay, the minute this is happening, the like, minute some the of them minute are this new. is over, I am googling hovercraft in hovercraft bug in Battlefield. That sounds yeah. Nice. It's well because they overpowered it for some reason, and somehow it registers the buildings as ground. So <laughs> just three, there's footage. There's every once in a while you get footage of one of these things just scaling the side of a building. Like what? You that's know, priceless. it's like there's that's there's priceless. things like that that are kind of like okay, that's someone screwed up with a with a with a you know line of code there, you know. But like, know. there's I... <laughs> there's some there's some annoying ones. But the yeah, other problem is, I'm sad to say, we've done it so long with this, you know, release game patch later aspect yeah. that yeah. we're no longer in it. And I'm sorry to say, this is the sad state of things. Okay, we can't um, talk about that. That's a whole yeah, 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 yeah. We got to move on. You're, but, you're you're trying to set fires, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Told yeah. You um, between the breaks, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know me. Spend a ton of fucking time on this, and you're like throwing but, hand grenades but, yeah, into but, the to, first okay, talk. The sum first up. thoughts and ends. You're like Skyrim's overrated. This is the sad state of games. What the fuck are you doing, to us, man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, come. All right. Go on to the next one. 
the next one, uh, still more depression. I mean, it's a lot of depression on this one, guys. Just keep that up. <laughs> keep that in mind. Uh, they finally are releasing the PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man for Marvel's Avengers, which is somehow still a thing. Uh, and get this, ladies and gentlemen. Right. That DLC comes out with no story DLC. Basically, they give you like a couple weird, not even full animated comic book cutscenes of like, "Hey, Spider-Man's here now," and then he's just in the DLC. I, That's it. I, did they spend all their money on the Black Panther expansion? I mean, they did put a lot into the Black Panther expansion. They, they really did. They put a whole new world into it and everything. Uh, and I mean, what's really... worse is, and, and what's worse is, he's a PlayStation exclusive. No, he will. Wait. Are you talking about Black Panther or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, he's, keep going, keep he's, going. Sorry. He's a PlayStation exclusive only. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's because of the, the gaming contracts they yep. have, unfortunately. Yeah. Which is what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. It's annoying. It's, why? I hate exclusivity. We've talked about it so many times on this podcast. I think exclusivity is one of the biggest... Uh, downsides of gaming and the biggest challenges to gaming right now to, to overcome. Like, And it seems like even the companies that were moving away from it, like Xbox, are now moving more into it, which is just a fucking nightmare. Stop making shit exclusive. Just let anybody play the game. I mean, it well, doesn't make you any more fucking money. It, it makes you more money to put it on more places. Like, well, it just Spider-Man, makes more sense. Spider-Man Spider-Man's part of the... Well, Spider-Man's but, probably still a casualty of 90s Marvel. So, well, and that's true. Because when they were when they were piecemealing the contracts out, so there's still right. there's still a lot of issues. Because like Spider Man is pretty much owned by Sony as a whole. Well, and so, I'm, I'm I'm less mad at the Spider Man <sighs> exclusive because I've said it, put some exclusive it, stuff on yeah. your thing if you want to be exclusive. It's just as far as games goes, you make more money selling it on more places. It's just common sense. Oh Come no, that, I, I no no that 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 one I always agree with. Yeah. But um that also may explain why they didn't put much effort into it because they just That's were like true. okay, just put it out so that yeah. oh yeah, we delivered it to PlayStation so that n- no one else really complains. Well, and some people like, have well, Spider-Man they'll, they'll complain they didn't get Spider-Man, but when right. they see the fact that it didn't have like a full-blown story and this right. that the other, they're not sitting there going, look how much content we missed. Well, the and they, right, mean, you know. they would have gotten more shit. I think also yeah. part of it, and this is tinfoil hat going on the head, I almost feel like somebody said they were going to have Spider-Man and they kind of <laughs> had the rights to have Spider-Man, but but they never, like, agreed to it. And then, like, everybody was like, where's Spider-Man? Where's Spider-Man? And they're like, oh, you guys aren't going to forget about this, are you? <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's what this kind of feels like. Well, here's fucking Spider-Man, I guess. <laughs> Well, that's Square's pretty much even admitted they they screwed up with the vendors. They they did. What's sad is I played quite a bit of it. I actually yeah, so did enjoyed I. a lot of it. Uh, the the problem was is there's just some found. No, we can't do this. You're doing it again. Hand grenade yeah. in the mu- fucking middle of the odds. All right, we're gonna move hey, on hey, to the next one. Hey, hey, hey. I, I did not lob that one. <laughs> We could do a whole show on Avengers because I have so many, like, I could get yeah. bullet points of, like, how you'd fix yeah. that game in, like, a year. And yeah, but... nobody will listen. But, yeah. okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, number uh, Next one. Next one. This was a little bit happier depending on where you are on the fence with video game adaptations to shows. But it apparently they are uh, 
in development for a Mass Effect TV show to premiere on the Amazon Ooh. Prime network. Uh, yeah, yeah. The big <laughs> wow, that was an emotional noises. <laughs> that was that was that was tricky. That was tricky. I thought I was talking to Tim Allen from Home Improvement for a second there. Um, the the thing that bugs me about this is Mass Effect, and and this is something that has bugged me over and over, and I've said this a thousand times with things that are adapted from video games to TV, and why I don't necessarily think video games should be adapted from video games to TV is that the whole awesomeness about video games is the player choice even in an incredibly narrative driven story based game there is still like very simple choices like do i jump here or attack here and when you're doing it your way you're playing the character in your way and the minute you see somebody on a big screen playing it in a completely different way it detaches you from what made it awesome in the first place was which was your interactivity with the content or the story that was presented to you. Nothing is more like that than Mass Effect. Mass Effect is all about player choice. Who do you romance? What do you do before you go on the missions? Where do you put the people in the suicide mission so they don't die? Who dies? How do you move forward? Like the dialogue options, like that was that was the the bread and butter of Mass Effect. Honestly, people which I am not one of them, I like the first I am a I am a first fan all the way even though nobody else is in the world but the first like it, people say the gameplay isn't even good but the reason they stayed was for that interactivity so like how do you do a tv show that has a very specific <laughs> a very specific beginning and end uh and give people that nostalgic like moment and I, i'm not sure how you do that okay well I, i'm gonna forward this by i'm not a fan of mass effect okay I know. Um, That's fine. You don't have to. Mostly because, well, mostly because when I played the first one, it was just like, okay, it's the same thing I've seen in a lot of other games. It's just a shinier paint job. Um, you know, a lot I of would, illusion. I would argue a lot that, of illusion, but, gonna... but, but we're not going to drop that one. Right. Um, it that that's I a whole other argument. Disagree. On, on its own. Yeah. We will disagree on that. I definitely one. disagree oh. strongly. But continue. So, you know, when, when an adult game can make fun of your ending, there's a problem. Um, oh my god, don't the, start this fight. You keep, you keep coming back. I keep saying move I, on, and then you like, I, take gonna, another little passive-aggressive shot. I'm going to fucking go yeah. crazy here, you son of a bitch. Agree to disagree. What's your fucking I do, point? I agree. <laughs> but here's the thing I will admit about Mass Effect, and this is the thing I think that if they do it right, it could work. Okay. The universe is huge. Right. right. So you don't bringing in the stuff that we know is one thing doing something else with it is another so the point is they can keep that story of shepherd in that completely separate from the show yeah and if they take what was created in that world and run with it it could be an interesting sci-fi concept yeah yeah, I mean, if, it's a really cool sci-fi oh, and, world. And that's why I was laughing with the when I heard the adaptation. I was like, Ugh. And then also, it's just like, but it's Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon tends to, you know, do it right for the most part. Not um, bad. I mean, there, I, there, I definitely been trust few, the streaming few, service a little bit better. Yeah, com compared to Netflix, I'm willing to give right. Amazon a better shot because... They've had a couple adaptations that have been a, a lot better than yeah. what Netflix is. My only concern is that the series will just become, you know, 
hey, remember this thing? Hey, remember this thing? Hey, right. this thing, you know, which is the trap that a lot of them fall into. Well, and it's even bigger so, trap for Mass Effect because did you punch the reporter or did you not? Because if you didn't punch the reporter, like, and, some, and he punches the reporter, you're going to be pissed. And if you, well, you know what again, I mean? Like, it's one of those situations. If you do go to the side story and... Well, have, and, they, have they given a pitch yet? No, there's no pitch. Okay, so... So it could be that, a side that, story. But well, the problem is, is, what, what like... If I'm looking at this as a studio exec, they're going to be like, you're pitching me a side story off this. Like, like I don't know that that draws those people's attention, you know, other than the characters who have been marketed. Not, I, I think you're right. I think a side story can totally work. I think a side story is the way to go with any video game movie. It's just usually they're like, well, we've got to make the ba- main thing. Like, we got to make Master well, Chief because that's what people it, know. It depends, you know? On, it, depends, it depends on the video game. So right. the point is a more linear story you can more adapt, <sighs> you know, to a more direct with the characters, etc. Well, um, I'll refer you Mass back Effect to my is, own character, yeah. my, my original thoughts, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Mass Effect, because it is an, a role-playing game mm-hmm. more, and because the character is more of your creation, yeah. even though it's voiced and everything. Right. You know, so elevator pitch here. You know, imagine a Mass Effect game that you still have the Citadel, you still have all that, but it's another N7 agent. Okay. And it's what they were doing during the whole Reaver War. Absolutely because awesome. That, that, if, they, if they do that, that would, be, that would sell. I, I'm totally with you. I just don't know that the studio exec would agree with us is the thing. And and, and all for it if they do. If that's the pitch, I'm right there first in line. It's just I'm yeah. very afraid we're going to get a show about Shepard, and I don't want that. Yeah, um, that's – but anyway, next yeah. point so we can – Moving on. Uh, yeah, we got to move on. We've got an insane – an insane – mod bounty out there? Did you hear about the Breath of the Wild $10,000 mod bounty that is both insane and stupid at the same time? No, what? what? <laughs> okay, alright. So, and I I did not put in my notes the actual YouTuber that is offering this, but it is a serious reward. Uh, but they have offered a reward to anyone who will mod Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild give it a multiplayer mod. And they have offered them $10,000, which I just want to say might seem a lot to us laymans. It, it, it won't even cover the cost of the work going into a mod like that. YouTuber Point Crow. Point Crow, thank you. As, thank as you. reported by IGN. I knew it had uh, Crow somewhere in it. I just didn't want to say just Crow. For $10,000 yeah. for you could successfully create a multiplayer mod for yeah. Legend of the Breath of the Wild. It's insane. It's absolutely <clears throat> insane. But I, it was just a funny piece of news that I had to share. I, like I said, people have already pointed I, out that like the amount of time and effort you'd have to put into this uh, would like wouldn't even be covered by the ten thousand. Wouldn't even sure. be covered by the ten. Yeah, yeah. Like tenth, you know. Well, if you've ever met the mod community, <laughs> they're crazy enough to do it. That's true. Um, that is um, true. Two. Why though? Breath of the Wild, I cannot, like, okay, so Skyrim, I could see possibly having multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, I why would you do multiplayer? I'd be okay with it. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, uh, it doesn't fit the story at all. Who cares about the story? There's not even really any story to Breath of the Wild. 
I, I, there's 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 no real story to Breath of the Wild. I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sure I'm getting hate out there, but there there really isn't. They they drop you into a place. They go, hey, you gotta save a princess, and you don't remember anything. And Ganon's over there. Bye. And then you just get to explore and do shit. Like the story is like non-existent here. It wouldn't it wouldn't be hurt by another player in there. And I will say this, there are players out there, there are people out there who don't really like playing games by themselves. They like to play games with other people. Case in point, one of our foundation members, Philbilly330. This is a game he would absolutely love if I could play with him, you know, or his buddy Filthy Phil could play with him, you know? Like, I think... I think they are put off by just the fact that there isn't a co-op mode in this, and that might help them. Although, again... I don't foresee this happening. It's very hard to mod a game like that. Yeah, well, I mean, dear God, looking at some of the stuff I'm looking up here on YouTube, let's see. Play as Samus in Breath of the Wild. There's one for a, a tiny wizard. Oh. <laughs> oh. ATW, if you're listening, get on you know, that mod. How do you download mods for Switch, though? Do you know how to do that? Do you have to jailbreak it or I, something? Or? I don't know. I, but yeah, I, there's a bunch of crazy mods. Honestly, there's, that was the first thing I thought was like, how do I mod Breath of the Wild? Because I can't buy it on Steam. Like, that's the first thing I thought. was like, I don't know how I would even do this. Yeah, so it's like, and there, there's been mods where people have put in, you know, Zelda as a playable character. There's been, but like like I said, the and the thing is to answer your thing is the, mm -hmm. the story unfolds as you explore. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. it would make no sense where it's like one character has a memory of of you know that's clearly Link. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like what what's going on here? You know? It's yeah, like, I mean, but, but I mean, if, 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 you, if you do it, if you do it just purely on on a on a there's just another like Link there mechanical mode. Yeah, that's fine, but like I just don't understand why people would you want. You jump into somebody else's game, you're helping them with progress. They jump into your game, you're they're helping you with progress. They go through whatever you go through, and then you just you explore around together. I think that would be really fucking cool. Honestly, yeah. I'd be all right with that. Honestly, I'll tell you this: uh, aside from the story elements. The world that Breath of the Wild presents is the best part about Breath of the Wild. I would love, like, I don't want to say an MMO, but just, like, to be able to just drop, like, a Red Dead Online version of Breath of the Wild where it's not necessarily any story, but you just get to run around the world doing stuff. That would be fucking that would, awesome. That, that would be an MMO. And I know people okay. kind of kind of put it this way. MMO just means massively multiplayer online. It I mean, that's anything. fair. It that's could be fair. anything. Like, technically, Call of Duty is an MMO. <laughs> I, will not, I will never agree Battle with that. Battle Royales never are an agree. MMO. No, they are not. You are being ridiculous, sir. You know, You're out of unfortunately, your mind. We, but unfortunately, what are you trying to get sound bites here? Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> but um, call fucking Battle Royales or MMOs. You're a nut job. All right. <laughs> that's... Let's move on. You're just dropping grenades everywhere, Sean. That's what you do. Yeah, I, I, All right. <laughs> All right. Don't, uh, worry, uh, don't worry. Just wait for the comments of this one. Who the fuck is that guy? Why is he here? I'm going to murder him. <laughs> I don't think you'll it'll get make, anything bad, man. It'll, make, oh, a Hunter, it'll make a Monster Hunter Rise <laughs> movie look like, like a cakewalk. <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think anything would be as bad as that unless I like post a video that said Monster Hunter Rise su sucks you can all suck my dick um alright so last one last one Dragon Age 4 
if anybody out there was expecting that to ever come out, just just stop. Dragon Age 3 was the last one. It's done. Just don't worry about it. Stick a fork in it. Delays and delays and delays. They've never given release dates. We've only had announced trailers. And now the creative director of Dragon Age 4 has suddenly left Bioware over creative differences. So, say la vie, guys. Dragon Age 4 is out of there, man. Shoot it out of gun. And honestly, I think there is a bigger problem with Bioware. They are in danger right now. They are really in danger. If you're ask, if 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 somebody's asking me, they've got a serious IP problem. <laughs> kind of agree, but unfortunately, given the state of the industry, I've seen too. We've seen too many creative directors yeah. leave, and they'll just charge ahead. So, well, and that's that's we'll, fine. We'll see what happens because uh, Dragon Age Dragon Age makes that money. That's it, true. But Dragon Age 4 was announced, what, five years ago at this point? Like, I mean, it's falling into the Elder Scrolls, uh, the Elder Scrolls 6 category of, <laughs> not before you die. Uh, well, hey, know. according to Star Citizen, it should take 20 years to make a game, so it's... <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. All right, so that's it for the odds and ends. Uh, we're going to head over to Plugs and wrap this thing up. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. So C-Town1980, first of all, I'd like to say thank you so very much for on short notice, coming on, doing the podcast, uh, even though you really like to fight with me on some things. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good, good fun, good spirit. I really appreciate, man, uh, taking the time out and jumping on to, uh, to help us out. Hey, no problem, man. Skyrim's still overrated. Uh I will fucking murder you. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not overrated. God Skyrim's damn it, overrated. Sean. Stop. And I know I'll Stop. never be on the show ever again. You'll never be on the show again if you say that shit again. Jesus Christ. You know it's not overrated. That's what bothers me. You know enough to know it's not overrated. All right. It is not overrated. I'm not Jesus you're, Christ! You're just being anyway. an asshole. You're just being. No, an I'm not. I I could go into it, but this is not what this is for. <laughs> Do you want to promote something, you son of a bitch? Because now's the time. Uh, wasted um, all my goodwill. I'm over here thanking you, and then you're like, "Skyrim's overrated." He he he. Fucking By the way, Zach, did you check hmm. the gun store down the street? <laughs> oh God, no one's gonna get that other than Danny. She listens. <laughs> Um, I promote something, you fucking prick. I know I, you okay, have something. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> laughing of too too much. Here. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I stream casually on Twitch TV on Twitch TV slash Town nineteen eighty. You can catch me there from time to time when I actually do decide to to stream. Uh, things have been a little hectic in the real world, so I haven't had much opportunity. So, uh, other than that, that's about it. <laughs> Ctown1980 on Twitch, and I tell you what, he's a great streamer when he comes on, and he actually plays Red Dead Online with me a lot, and just about any time I'm streaming Red Dead Online, I'm probably playing with Ctown1980, so just so you guys know. Uh, and then back to our stuff, uh, and this is a big one. This is a big promo, guys. Big promo. It is time. It's that time of the year again for the Horrible Game Awards. That's right. Third annual 
tons of fucking extra work for me, which is going to suck. But the third annual Horrible Game Awards, uh, we are going to be, of course, recording it sometime in December uh, and getting that out. But right now, we are nominating things. Uh, so if you have any nominations that you want to you wanna put in there, you want to get out there, put it in the comments below, put it on Discord Lounge. Now, how it works is the foundation members, myself, Phil Billy, C uh, not C-Town, uh, Tiny Wizard, get the most votes when it comes to actually deciding things. Uh, then we also assemble a committee. I try and pick a person of all different walks, basically. I try, I try and be completely all the way crazy, and it's usually about a 10-person per committee uh, who also helps nominate. They also get slightly more votes. However, any votes that you make if you are not on that committee are counted. So what's going to happen is if you have anything you want to nominate, do it now. Get it up as fast as you can. Um, if you have, and and once I post the list, which will probably be posted like I think on Thursday, it's December second, Friday. Once the list goes up on Friday, for one week you will be able to vote on it uh, and vote in each category whatever you want to win. Okay, uh, just to go over real quick. We also do our main three categories are Experience of the Year, which is our main one, Single Player Game of the Year, and Multiplayer Game of the Year. And all of these do not have to be year specific. They just have to have received a sizable update within the year that we are doing it. So like, example, Streets of Rage 4, totally legal on all of those because of the Mr. X's Nightmare DLC. So whatever your best experience is, as long as it is a game that received a large update in this year, feel free to nominate it. And that's what makes our award ceremony way cooler because we're better at it than the game awards. Uh, so, so please, and then at some point that show will check it, uh, will will come out. I'll also probably release a video with all our nominees in it. So does so. that include Skyrim, the anniversary edition? Yes, you could. This is kind of weird because this year... <laughs> This year, you could actually re-nominate Skyrim in any of those categories because it received a sizable update, uh, which is crazy, which is fucking crazy to think about, but it's still there. It's whatever the player's experience is. So whatever your experience of the year is, as long as it's relevant, should be considered. So like another one, Hades. Hades came out last year. It was great. It was a lot of Game of the Year awards last year. But it's actually viable this year because it just came to Xbox and PlayStation. So feel free to nominate uh, under those things. We also have a Best Narrative. Uh, we also have Best New IP. That is specific to this year. We have Best Performance. Uh, and just so you guys know, if you want to nominate a performance and you don't know the actor's name, just put up the character from what game, and I'll figure out what the actor was. Uh, and, and we need nominations for that category. <laughs> we really do. Uh, and then we also have Best Soundtrack. And I think that's it. I'm probably missing one, but there you go. There you go. So please check that out. Uh, go to our Discord to really monitor things. And yeah. Other than that, you can check out everything we have to offer here. We've got stellar shows coming out. We got preludes coming out. We got all sorts of stuff coming out. Um, yeah, 
and I got a ton of streams going live and all sorts of fun stuff. So you can check us out on Facebook. You can talk to us on Facebook at Old Man Gaming DH. Check us out on Twitter at Old Man Gaming Nine. You can join our Discord. Uh, the link will be in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube. And then, of course, if you want to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash oldmangamingth. And guys, gals, as long as you keep watching and listening, we'll keep making them. Thank you one more time to Seatown 1980. We'll see you guys next time. Pause. All right, all right. So, good topic. You knew we were going to do it. You knew we were going to do it. I know. I was sitting there going, we're going to get into an argument and go in circles. I know us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I know Neil at home when I said it was going to be a short episode was like, it's not. It never is. He's always, he's always the first to say that. Nope, not happening.